What is going on, everybody? We are back for season two, episode 16 of the Most Prevailing Stories podcast. Today, we have Jeff Sibulazan to provide some additional commentary throughout the entirety of the episode, and then we'll really get into our feature story on esports at the end. Jeff, how are we doing today? Doing good, Cam. How's it going? Um, for those who don't know me, I'm Jeff Sibulis from the Business and Instructional Digital Services Department. Thanks for having me. It's very cool to be able to take part of the podcast today and talk about something as cutting edge and cool as esports. Now, this is something we hope to really see catch on in Milford, and we already have been in active talks about building the program at the high school level. We'll get into that more later, but first we'll lead with some news and sports. As always, stick around for another great episode coming your way. I wanted to start off this episode by being a little more open about how this podcast is produced. Part of what I do in preparation for each release is writing a script to read from while I record. Our team has discussed the different ways we can go about having a podcast with just one voice, and having a news-like script felt most appropriate. I try to broadcast my voice almost as if I'm an actual news anchor. Lester Holt is doing the same exact thing when you're watching him right in front of your screen on the news. But we talk about how can we make this less scripted. We want to continue to improve the podcast. So we're going to start putting our best foot forward to bring more collaboration and more voices each week. Jeff, you've been a part of these discussions. Is there anything you'd like to add to that? Yeah, I think, you know, we just realized that we want the podcast to feature kind of more interaction between guests and have a more natural conversational style. Um, You know, we want it to be informative. We want it to be fun and have some multiple perspectives involved. So just looking forward to where the podcast goes from here. Regardless of how these messages are presented, all the thoughts, comments, and ideas put into this podcast are my own. I'm really excited to see some of these new ideas get implemented and can't wait for all of you to see what's to come. There's more on the way and we're coming stronger than ever. We've got some fresh news going on throughout the district as well. Jeff, did you notice Music in Our Schools Month is approaching? Oh, believe me, I noticed. Uh, As you know, I created the online payment form for the upcoming uh, Electrify Your Choir event. And I may have made the mistake of enabling email notifications. So each time someone buys a ticket, I get an email. Needless to say, the tickets are flying out of the digital box office and my inbox is suffering. Um, This year, artists uh, Laura Kay and Nathan Blake are performing on stage alongside choir students in grades five through eight. So last year's Electrifier Symphony show was really awesome. Um, Can't wait to see what they're gonna do with this year's uh, choir edition. Electrifier Symphony, I'm sorry, (laughs) Electrifier Choir takes place Friday, March 15th, right here at the Veterans Memorial Auditorium at the Parsons Government Center in Milford. Tickets are on sale now for families of participating students, and tickets for the general public will be on sale on Monday. And we've also got some band, chorus, and orchestra performances to look forward to from all our schools as well. There are also drama productions coming up. This year, Foreign will be doing Once Upon a Mattress. Showings will be at Foreign High School on March 1st at 7 p.m. and March 2nd at 2.30 and 7 p.m. Law is doing Mean Girls for their production. That will be held at Law. Showings will take place on March 8th at 7 p.m. and March 9th at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. There's a lot to look forward to, so make sure you check out our website at milfordhead.org so you can stay in the loop for all our upcoming events. Major League Baseball spring training actually started yesterday. Can you believe it? Milford Public Schools spring sports will be starting soon, too. Don't forget about the Milford Junior Major League. Now's the time to register. Check out milfordbaseball.org for more information. Baseball season is indeed approaching, and we've got some other news in sports throughout the district, too. Foreign's girls basketball team has law coming up on their schedule for Tuesday the 27th at Foreign. This will serve as the first round matchup in the CIAC Class Double M tournament, so the implications have never been higher. Jonathan Law is coming in as a 23 seed. Foreign will be a 10 seed. Ooh, a little crosstown rivalry. I like it. 
four and has the season series on the year, but like I said, they're playing for something bigger than that now. We'll see who advances. Also, shout out to Foreign's Ava Dietelbaum on being named to the All-SEC First Team in Girls Basketball and Faith Doyle for making the first team. <laughs> Foreign's wrestling season continues into the CIAC State Open and Girls Championship Tournament tomorrow at the Floyd Little Athletic Center in New Haven, Connecticut. Kelly Aspris will be going for her third straight state championship for the Lions. Definitely make sure to keep an eye out for those results. Also, shout out to the team as a whole for taking second at SCCs. They also took third at the Class M Championships. Nice. Congratulations to Foreign Wrestling. I've always been interested in wrestling, but, uh, you know, I uh, ended up doing esports instead, so. Last but not least, Jonathan Law's gymnastics team is competing in the Class S Championships tomorrow night. That will take place at Law at 5 p.m. We wish them all the best of luck. Winter sports are starting to come to a close, and spring sports are approaching soon, so get ready for that coming up. Speaking of sports... How about we talk about eSports? Hey, this time next year, you may be giving updates about how Law & Foreign did it, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, or maybe League of Legends. You're absolutely right, and we're gonna take a deeper dive into that right now. So I understand there is an eSports club in the works. Are the rumors true? It's like that old Smash Brothers meme. eSports confirmed for Milford. We are launching eSports programs at both Joseph A. Foreign and Jonathan Law High Schools. Specifically for this year, we're doing eSports clubs at both high schools. These clubs will give students an overview of esports and provide them with the structure and guidance that they need to improve their gaming. Uh, we're going to do this via practices, activities, competitions, and goals. So we have 20 high-end gaming computers with all the pro-level peripherals at both high schools. We have a PlayStation 5. Um, we have PlayStation 5 and Nintendo Switch consoles with controllers and accessories at both high schools. So right now, these clubs are operating in shared spaces with art rooms, but we're hoping that might change. The advisor position postings are live now, so if you're a teacher or other staff member that's interested, please apply. The closing date for the posting is Monday. Sign-ups for students will be coming very soon. For the listeners who may not be as familiar with eSports or maybe don't fully understand the competition aspect, what more can you tell us about it? So eSports, can we try to guess what it's short for? Electronic sports. So eSports is a form of competition using video games. So basically these are multiplayer games, either played individually like one versus one, or as a team, and they're the focus of esports competitions. So esports are different than regular video gaming in that it's competitive. It's human versus human gameplay. And like traditional sports, it has spectators and enthusiasts. So why esports in schools? So esports are collaborative, they're co-ed, they bring together diverse communities to collaborate and strategize as a group, they're inclusionary, they remove barriers and physical restrictions, and they open educational and career development opportunities. They develop sportsmanship, um, and they enhance critical thinking, cultivate friendships. It's an engaging extracurricular activity. So eSports has many of the advantages of being on a traditional sports team. That's right. Oh, and they're really fun, too. I'm seeing there's over 270 colleges now offering scholarships for eSports. University of New Haven even offers a Bachelor of Science in eSports and Gaming. It's still an ever-so-growing sport, and we're really still in the early stages, despite the growth we're already seeing. In your personal opinion, what do you think is the ceiling for eSports, not only generally speaking, but also in Milford as well? So I think the popularity of eSports in schools has grown tremendously alongside with the popularity of eSports in general. Uh, for instance, there were 6.4 million concurrent, so it's at the same time, viewers for last year's League of Legends World Championships. Uh, right now, 13,000 high schools in the U.S. have eSports teams. Over 18,000 college students from over 800 different U.S. institutions competed in the NACE Star League, which is a college esports league, uh, last year. Esports tournament prize pools, I mean, they're regularly in the millions of dollars, 
and some games like Dota 2, I mean, they're between 20 and $40 million. I think the record was somewhere around $40 million uh, a couple of years ago. So, you know, the other thing is professional, traditional sports athletes and management companies are interested, and they've been heavily investing in the esports space as well. So I think something else we all want to know right about now is the games and platforms that we plan on offering. You mentioned a couple. What else can we expect coming? Sure, yes. This is what everyone's probably interested in, right? Is the game I play going to be one of the games? Um, so we'll be playing the games that are supported by the Play Versus platform. So Play Versus is an online platform that's an official partner of the CIAC and the NFHS. So it's basically how all the schools play against each other. It's how these things are organized. So without further ado, the games are, drum roll please, on the PC side, <laughs> I feel like there's a little. <laughs> on the PC side, we have Hearthstone, League of Legends, and Rocket League. On the console side, the Nintendo Switch will include Mario Kart 8 DX, Splatoon 3, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And then lastly, PlayStation 5 on the console side. Sports. It's in the game. We'll have Madden 2K24. He's heating up! And NBA 2K24. I know there are some games we've talked about that aren't in the immediate plans, but could be available in the future. Fortnite being one, for example. I feel like there are always limits, but all these kids are playing these games at home anyways. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so again, these are the games that the high schools across the country are playing. They're, they're competing in that Play Versus platform. So those are the games that they're using now but more games may, may be added in the future. Um, and of course, we want to hear feedback and requests from club members. If there's a game that you know, they're dying to play, uh, please request it, yeah. So what's next? We're hoping to have official eSports teams with licensed coaches at both foreign and law for the 2024-25 school year, along with dedicated eSports spaces. Dedicated spaces will allow us to have additional equipment and capabilities, such as live streaming matches. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, and you know, there's always the middle school level to think about too, right? Um, just last, I just want to give a quick shout out to Affinity Esports and Post University's Esports program. Uh, they've been great. They've been assisting us with advice, recommendations, answers to questions. Basically, anything esports in schools, they've been helping out with. Uh, we're on a Discord channel together, and I just pop a question in, and I get an answer in like five minutes. So it's been great. So I just want to thank those guys. That is awesome. And that's all we have for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed this new and improved version of the podcast. And like I said before, I can't wait for you all to see what's to come. Jeff, that wasn't too bad, right? I think we're good. Um, <laughs> it was fun. Now, listen, if you'll excuse me, thank you for having me. If you'll excuse me, I really got to go play Smash Brothers. All right. As always, thank you for listening and tune in next week for our most prevailing stories to date. Oh yeah, a little cross town. <laughs> See that I might have to put in the last thirty seconds. Ago. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations to foreign wrestling. I've always been interested in wrestling, but uh, yeah, I uh, ended up being. <laughs> All right, we are live. <clears throat> I'm gonna get myself. <laughs> All right.
What is going on, everybody? We are back for episode 16 of the most... I already messed up. We are back for season two. All right. So can you believe it? Major League Baseball spring training started yesterday already. It's crazy. Uh, spring sports in Milford will be starting soon, too. Don't forget about the Milford Junior Major League. Let me just do that over. 